You're listening to Toledo's News, Weather, and Traffic Station. News Radio 1370, WSPD. And now on 92.9 FM. From the Yarkauto.com studios, here is Fred Lefevre. His name was Kevin. You have been chosen for a theme song takeover. Now cue music. Behind your favorite super duo Who's got a license and knows how to drive a van Who got overlooked when they were giving superpowers Who's got at least an average ability to plan He's Necessarily someone with superpowers, but someone whose sister has superpowers, and he's your man. Kevin! Kevin! I love that song. Let me just tell you. That's that's the way to start a show, right? <laughs> I love it. I, kids, kids TV shows have absolute rock anthems as their theme songs. And that's not even the actual theme song. It's so good. Yeah. I, everybody asked me if I was going to have a theme song when I started the program and I was originally thinking no, and then I was like, you know what? We got to do it. We got to do it. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. Uh, I got a text from a buddy saying, uh, from here on out, when I think of you, I'm, I'm going to have to think of, and I'm going to sing that song. So uh, you're welcome for that. Got an email from Earl Mack. Just want to say, Total Buffalo Soldiers love our Metro Parks. They do an excellent job in keeping the park clean and hosting great programs for our community Great job. Earl, thanks for the email, of course, talking about our conversation with Matt Killam from the Metro Parks. Uh, earlier today, if you missed any part of the show and want to listen to the interviews, uh, sometime later today, I'm not making any promises, but sometime later today, I will throw them all up on dobetterintoledo.com. I'm joined right now by another good friend of mine, Nick Eide. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you've got, uh, you've got a a really cool relationship with Italian league football. Uh, before we talk about kind of what's coming, tell me, uh, you're a, a former player, right? Yes, and I think the first thing I need to do is say Italian league American football because, as you know, anytime you say another European country and you talk about the word football, automatically folks think it's soccer. Now, generally in the United Kingdom and in, in England, anytime you say football, that's soccer. But in Italy... If you were to refer to soccer, you would say calcio, which is the Italian word for kick. But we are talking about American football. And yes, I played uh, for five seasons in the Italian league, um, mainly from about 2002 all the way up uh, through you know the end of 2006, 2007. So. How is the competition? I mean, I know we had uh, an opportunity to watch a lot of uh, Italian league, American football uh, here this year because it was on BCSN. But if somebody hasn't seen an Italian league game, uh, what can they expect? Yeah, so what you can expect is very similar to what I would call American bas- or, you know, basketball in Europe in the 1990s um, and that level of how the sport has evolved. So um, you're going to have players that started playing at you know, 10, 11, 12 years old in Italy in some of the youth programs. It's not operated like in the United States where it's associated with schools and things like that. It's strictly club basis. So you join a club you're a part of that club and you grow through that club but you're going to have guys that have you know aspirations and potential to play in the United States uh, at the top end you have a guy right now playing for Pittsburgh the Panthers 
who's a defensive end, um, starting player there who was projected to be a first-round draft pick. His name is Habakkuk Baldonado, grew up playing in the Italian League and then played high school football uh, in Florida and from there got a, a scholarship. You have guys on practice squad rosters. And then you have guys at the other end of the spectrum, Kevin, who are you know just picking up the game, love the game, have a passion for it. And so I, I compare it to um, the top teams. You have three of the top teams in all of Europe are in Italy, the Milano Seamen, the Parma Panthers, uh, and the Firenze Florence Guelphi. And those three teams um, could compete very handily at the Division II level on the on the college front here. Uh, the and then you have some teams at the bottom that, you know, frankly aren't very good and uh, are still trying to figure it out and, and get the right uh, organization put together. But it, it's really an interesting mix of talent uh, over there, and it makes for a lot of fun watching these games. And next year, they are going to bring their Super Bowl not just to America. Not just to the Midwest, not just to Ohio, but here in Toledo. Yes, so the Italian-American football championship game played between the the two best teams in Italy will be played in the Glass Bowl on July 1st, 2023. Um, And we have a website, www.italianbowlusa.com, with information about the league and and tickets and the event and all that sort of stuff as well. And so um, that game will be played... Uh, here and it's the first time that a championship game of, of a sport of American football, you know, largely but in almost any sport that's played outside of his country. And there are a couple reasons for that. One, um, you know, I've known a lot of these players, and I gave the example of Habakkuk Baldonado growing up dreaming about playing in the United States because you know that's where this sport uh, was born, American football. Uh, and, and much like a lot of guys growing up playing soccer in the states, they dream of okay, you know, I I want to make it over to Europe someday. Well. The sport of American football, as we all know, was born in Ohio, uh, has deep roots in Ohio, and there are so many ties and synergies between the city of Toledo and, and many things that are happening in, in Italy. As we know, the, the Jeep is now a big part of FCA Stellantis. Um, I was in uh, Rome last week, and all around the Coliseum and around the Forum, at every post to enter into these uh, you know, historic monuments, there were Jeeps and Jeeps and military personnel from Italy um, kind of there around the entrance. So you have just a wonderful synergy between the two countries. I mentioned to you earlier that the first American football game played in Europe was played on January 1st, 1945, in uh, the Syria soccer stadium in Florence. And um, it started kind of this, you know, growing relationship between Europe and American football. And, and not a lot of people even know that they play American football in Europe let alone that it goes that far back to the end of World War II. And so, you know, obviously Toledo played a really uh, big part in uh, the liberation of Europe through the Jeep and the production of the Jeep and how important that vehicle was um, and during our, our war efforts in World War II. So July 1, 2023, the Italian League American Football Championship, the Super Bowl of Italian football, is going to be played here in Toledo um, we're we're a ways off, but what are where are you guys at in the planning, and what do you guys need to make this to make this great? So what we want to do, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to play uh, in an Italian boy. I played in two thousand nine, and there's just such a it's such a wonderful spin that the Italians put on the game. I you know I took uh, Calvin Johnson and Rob Sims to the Italian Bowl in two thousand seventeen, and and you know they talk about that experience and going to watch an American football championship game in another country and how the fans get into it in a really European way. I mean, they don't stop 
chanting and screaming and doing all these at all during the whole game. I mean, they're very much involved with their teams. The tailgate experience is, is way different. The foods you get, you get, you know, prosciutto and melone and, and red wine and white wine, and they have their spin on, on an American hamburger, which they call a Parmigiano burger and all these different things. And it's just such a, a wonderful experience to see that. And it's refreshing in a way because these guys, you know, Kevin, uh, many of them, it, it, it's very much like the beginning of the uh, American Football League and the National Football League, the old AFL and the NFL, where guys like Deacon Jones and Johnny Unitas and many, many others were starting playing in this league and had to work other jobs because it was not the moneymaker that it is today. And these Italians, it's the same thing. So I had teammates over the years that were back surgeons, that were pilots, that were you know common laborers, that all found this sport, loved the camaraderie of it, loved that it brought all these different you know, people and cultures and all these different things together. And, it, and it's, that was the, the experience for me growing up and it's experience in Italy too. It brings many different people from many different um, parts of society together. Real quickly, if businesses want to get involved in helping make this happen, how do they get a hold of you or who do they reach out to? Yeah, so on the website, there's a, a contact form there. And so please reach out. We, we want this to make, to make this a wonderful international event. Uh, showing Toledo uh, off in, in the most wonderful light. And every sporting event that I've been to, and when Toledoans get behind something, it really becomes something special. So, again, I encourage you to go to the website, www.italianbowlusa.com. Reach out. There's a contact form on there. Uh, any businesses that want to get involved, um, you can get tickets on the site. And, um, and we just would love to create a welcoming atmosphere uh, for all the Italians that are going to be coming. We're, we're uh, working on putting together a business forum and, you know, working with the Toledo night market also to have an event that day and, and some concerts and, and, and fireworks in tandem with this to really make it a wonderful July 4th weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. He's Nick Eyde, former quarterback and the quarterback for this project, bringing it to Northwest Ohio. Coming up on the other side of the break, we'll talk to another quarterback, Tom Cole, the coach, is going to talk to us about his new book, The Class of 73.